You're listening to I Like That Story podcast number 21, The Bad Shepherd. Our story today brought to you by Evolution Consulting, nationwide image professionals for styling, speaking, and stage. I've been feeling restless and anxious lately, and I know it's time to cut down on entertainment. (laughs) It seems a lot of the shows I like, or the ones that are available, have an element of unease, dark, evil tales of people and societies where everything goes wrong. I find that it's snuck into my own peace of mind in a way that reminds me of a story that happened when I was 15 and selfish. We had sheep when I was a kid. I had little to do with them, and I was fine with that. I thought sheep were silly and stupid and selfish and greedy beasts that followed each other into all kinds of trouble. This is especially bothersome to me because we had a pastor who kept referring to biblical scriptures that compared people to sheep, a comparison I found insulting at the time and sadly quite accurate as I have grown older. Well, anyway, it was my job to help my dad herd the sheep from one pasture to another at about 5.30 in the morning. He would rouse me out of bed, and in the dark, we would stumble down to the pasture. Dad would nudge the sheep awake one by one, and then slowly they would get up, slowly, slowly, and then one of them would decide that it was time for a bathroom break, and then they all thought that that was a good idea. Finally, everybody would be done, and then and only then would they slowly amble their way sleepily down the path and into the other pasture, a 20-minute ritual that could not be rushed. That is, until Dad told me to do it myself one morning, and on the way I came up with a selfish scheme I will call the Bad Shepherd Strategy. As I walked down the path, I started jerking my flashlight around. I stutter-stepped my feet anxiously and started murmuring in a high mumble, and by the time I got to the gate, all the sheep were focused on me. Gate closed, I started running back and forth behind the flock, stammering, stuttering, ha, ha, and they took off. In a single body, they leapt to their feet and ran, ran, ran as fast as they could to the other pasture. The more they followed each other, the faster they followed, and it took 30 seconds, and it was awesome. It was so impressive, I showed it to my dad the next day. He was astonished. He shook his head slightly. It was an amazing sight. And then he said, yeah, don't do that. I said, why? He said, because it scares them. And I said, so? I don't care. You see, as long as it benefited me, I didn't really care about the sheep or if they got hurt or if they didn't sleep well at night. Now, we do understand that people for thousands of years have been hyper-tuned to things that are scary and dangerous. It's one of the ways that we survive. And that is a trick they still use in programming today, telling about the bad news, the bad possibilities, the bad predictions, the bad people doing bad things. They know to the minute that a person who is scared will listen and watch longer 
which means more commercials and more profit. I also imagine that there's a person who would suggest not using these tried and true methods to increase ratings and viewership because it scares people and makes them more anxious. And I imagine there is an executive who looks a lot like I did at 15, who says with a surprised look, so? I don't care. Thanks for listening. The stories I share help me overcome doubt, fear, anxiety, and stress. And that's why I pass them on in the hopes it will help somebody else overcome those same obstacles and live a life of peace, purpose, and passion, whatever that looks like. If you'd like more details about the books I write or have a question or would like to have me speak to a group or gathering, you can find out all of that at our website, ilikethatstory.net. Until next time, God bless. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.